Hi, this is Bob Williamson. Choose the side you want to be on. I often wonder if going through a life-threatening event similar to the one my wife just went through is a test, or perhaps she is simply a casualty of war. The Bible is clear that followers of Christ are in a war. Ephesians 6.12 discusses the warfare of spirit, saying, For our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against authorities and powers, against the world rulers of this dark night, against the spirits of evil in the heavens. The Bible is similarly clear that our faith is tested. James 1-2, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So how do you know if you're being tested or under heavy satanic attack? If someone knows, please enlighten me, because I cannot tell the difference. I do think that regardless of why it happens, it invariably is a test of our faith. There are many embittered people who lost a loved one, experienced financial ruin, were betrayed by a close friend, abused, etc., who blame God for their, very, for their every misfortune and lash out at him like an enraged rattlesnake full of deadly venom. Instead of rushing to him, seeking refuge and comfort. Most discussions I've had with so-called atheists reveals that they experienced some such occurrence and it turned them against God. They blame him for all the evil in the world. Satan, along with his fallen angels, are responsible for the evil and calamities in this world, beginning with the temptation the Garden of Eden right down to today. He is working 24-7 to destroy what is most clear to the Lord, most dear to the Lord, us. We're in a battle in this world. We may not see it. We might forget it's there. But the enemy would love nothing more than to turn us against God and fill us with discouragement, defeat, fear, and stress. Why he doesn't get blamed Get to blame what these people is beyond me. Instead, they want to vent their wrath against the author of good and righteousness, our Lord and Savior. I believe part of the problem is we are so sometimes so enamored by ourselves that we attempt to put ourselves on the same level as God. I have a Bible study partner who wrote the other day and disagreed with God's instructions regarding the punishment of apostates, those who were trying to get the Israelis to worship idols. He said it was too extreme. I wrote him back and somewhat sarcastically (laughs) remarked, geez, did he not consult with you before having these instructions written? 
I remember as a CEO, I had plans and knowledge of situations concerning our company that virtually no one in the entire organization other than me knew. It would have been impossible to thoroughly brief every employee about all the factors I considered before making a decision. I just did what was necessary and expected them to execute the plan. It would upset me to no end when I found some employees were questioning my orders and murmuring among themselves. Loyal and faithful employees believed in my decision making <coughs> my decision making and assumed I had good reasons for whatever I was doing. I'm here to tell you that no one is privy to God's plans except, well, God. Why did he allow Job to be tested? Why does he allow disasters to occur? Why doesn't he always give us the answer we desire when we pray? Only he can answer those questions. I just accept the good and bad thrown my way and remain loyal and faithful. It's not important for me to answer every question set forth. Considering his intellect versus mine, I couldn't understand even if he were willing to share all his plans with me. He is omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent. This means God is all-powerful with supreme sovereign power with no limitations. God is all-knowing. He literally knows everything, including the past and future. God is all-present or present everywhere at once. In the end, I trust God. He's my father. I'm his child. I know he loves me more than I can imagine and only wants the best for me until I can join him and be with him forever. As for his day-to-day plan for me, be it going through trials to prepare me for other trials or purify me in the fire to burn off impurities or that it might help someone else to witness what I'm going through and yet in spite of all remain faithful, or whatever reason he might have, I will continue to give him the glory. As for this latest trial, it gave me more time on this planet with my wife of 49 years. She is happy. I am happy. Our sons and their family are happy, and our many friends are happy. Seems to me the only one unhappy is Satan. I realize that we want a battle, but are still in a war. There will be many other battles to fight. Some will turn out good and others not so good. I'm just happy. I'm on the winning side of the war. As I have read the last book of the Bible and know how it ends. And it will be well with my soul. Isaiah fifty-four seventeen. But in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. You will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Their vindication will come from me. I, the Lord, have spoken. This is Bob Williamson. Thanks for listening. And again, thank you for so many prayers and uh, so much encouragement that you guys have given us. We, we appreciate it more than you'll ever know.